0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Pod Save Africa. I'm your host, Akandia Andi A quick show note before we get this conversation started. Um, You guys can reach out to me at podsaveafrica at gmail.com. Please feel free to leave comments, send me your thoughts, send me episodes you think I should do. If you have content you think I should talk about, Um, it'd be wonderful to hear from you. And also, feel free to share like and subscribe on itunes or stitcher or google play or wherever you get your podcasts if you really enjoy this and share it with your friends it'd be wonderful to have even more people know about the podcast all right so for today's episode i have on raymond Ware. Um raymond is currently a civil engineering student at the illinois institute of technology so uh, Raymond is going to tell you he's from Liberia. That is the key part, and he's going to tell you a little bit about it himself. So, Raymond, uh, how about you say hi to our guests real quick?
1: Hi, I'm Raymond Weir from Liberia, uh, studying at IIT uh, in Chicago, Illinois Institute of Technology. Yep. Uh, I'm majoring in civil engineering, uh, specialization in transportation okay. uh, engineering, and uh, yeah. So, I'm with Akin on podcast show tonight
0: all right so um, now let me start with one of my favorite questions to ask Um, Raymond you're from Liberia and you are from personally knowing you you want to go back to Liberia one of your goals is to make some kind of impact what do you think your place personally is in Liberia's future what do you want to do
1: Uh, yeah that's a very good question Uh, that's been my passion since I even before I came to the US Okay. I, I will, my passion was about coming, acquiring some knowledge, most especially in the engineering sector, okay, And uh, to be able to go back home and uh, be able to exemplify or to put into practice everything that I would be able to acquire from the U.S. that making a big change to my country, making a big change to lives uh, in my country okay. uh, because I think uh, whatsoever I take from the U.S and what I have seen and things that I have been involved with, I think when I take them back home, they're going to make a very great change. They're going to to put Liberia on the the map of developing countries. Okay. Uh, So yeah, so I I, I think, like your question about where I find myself in the future of Liberia, I think Liberia is a virgin country. Liberia still needs development, there are a lot of Play uh, things that are supposed to be done there, developmental wise, like infra road infrastructures, building constructions. You still see people living in makeshift houses. Okay. Uh, people still living in slums. Uh, I mean, and and when you when you think about the world at large, uh, when you think about the, the United Nations nine millennium goals that right. talk about uh people having safe drinking water, mm-hmm. people having uh, means for transportation, and all that. I mean, you don't see those things really happening in my country back okay. home. So I think my intervention will be uh, a kind of a gateway to open up and be able to bring these things to my
0: so, people. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. It's, yeah. it's great to see your passion for your country. Yeah. And um, so let's roll back a little bit um, like uh Raymond you have from what i understand a fantastic understanding of or perspective about the history of Liberia um and let's let's start with one of the most notable events in Liberia's history uh Liberia's civil war mm-hmm. um the first question i'll ask is why why did that happen
1: uh i don't think uh to i would not be able to give you the, the exact answer why because uh, this Liberia civil war is is something from the root, from even our uh, during our ancestors' days. Okay. Uh, there was some that it it started. I feel that's the time it really started. Okay. Other people see it on the surface, but I'm looking at it from the root, the grassroots. Uh, because if you see, Liberia had some divisions way back. Uh. In the in the days of our ancestors, that is when, uh, during the after the slave trade, okay, uh, when the free slaves were taken to to Africa, mm-hmm. Liberia was one of the places that land was uh purchased okay. for the free slaves. called They called them the Panniers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when the free slaves came back to Liberia, our people were very generous indeed. Nothing. And that,
0: You mean the natives? The natives, right. the
1: indigenous. Okay. Uh, those days, they used to call them, I mean, they were the Mabambasa people. Mabambasa Maban people. Okay. The people. They were the people living around the coast, the coastal land. And so when the ACS, the American Colonization Society, went to Africa to look for land, uh, fortunately, they got on the coast of Liberia and the coast of Sierra Leone. Okay. So what they did was the first place they went was Chevrolet Island in Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and they settled. But then when there was some kind of a malaria outbreak at Chevrolet Island and mm-hmm. uh, that killed a lot of the the, 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 the the members of ACS that went with the, with the slaves. Okay. So they decided to move on because you know uh, uh sickness is one of the things that cause ma- migration. Right. So, because of the lot of death of white people on Chevrolet Island, they decided to move on to another place where uh, another island in Liberia called uh, Bushra, island. Bushra Island. So, okay. there where they settled and when they settled there, they, they, they talked with the natives at the time mm-hmm. and the natives decided to give them a portion of land okay, uh, which is presently known as Cranhill. Crown Hill. So, they brought the free slaves from America. The free slaves settled at Crown Hill Mm -hmm. through a negotiation. I don't know exactly what the negotiation was, but uh, I think the natives gave them the land and then in due process they were supposed to pay back Mm -hmm. to the natives some kind of compensation for that land. Okay. I, I mean, like in, in the subsequent time. right? But then at some point in time when the natives, I mean the, the, the panniers had already settled on the land, mm-hmm. I think there was some little dispute about whether they were going to pay to the pay natives back, right? yeah, or not. So uh, that kind of quarrel started between the natives and the pioneers mm-hmm. about that land, that piece of land that was given to the pioneers, mm-hmm. And I think it was like some, some kind of hitch somewhere about paying to the natives they i mean paying the the, the 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 cost of the land to the natives okay so i think it spread out some kind of unrest between the natives and the the pioneers, mm-hmm. and that caused a kind a little bit of war called the twin battle because it was fought in two different uh uh time of the year that year was around like uh around like 1822 or eight okay. in the 1830s it's a long time so i don't remember but it's, it's in history right. so they fought, they called it the twin battle where they fought and the pioneers killed a lot of natives because they wow. used one of the biggest gun they had called a cannon
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and the story was the, the, the story when I I was in elementary in kindergarten when I did the librarian history called the Heroes and Heroines
0: right.
1: uh, the story was like uh, the natives were creeping on the panniers land at Crown Hill right. at, at night and Matilda Newport was one of the panniers who was smoking her pipe that night and right. then because she got through smoking her pipe and then there was little bit of you know arches in it so she hit it on the cannon yeah yeah like you know trying to empty the the, the pipe yeah. right and hit it on the cannon and then she left and went to bed it was how the cannon fired by itself because of the arches <laughs> <laughs> that was <That's> <laughs> that was yeah. the story okay. and uh, thousands of natives died in that battle it was okay. it was in the first battle was in october of that year okay. and the second battle was in in November of that year, it's called the Twin Battle. Right, Anyone who, who went through the Liberian history uh, book, uh, The Heroes and Heroines, is, is, is mentioned in that. Okay. And, and so, as I said, Liberian Civil War is, is from far back. Right, so on that's, when those did. that's one year. That's one okay. year. It's from, from far back. And then, so you notice that when the, the pioneers came to Liberia, they also treated our natives like the way they were treated when they were in you know in slavery
0: right they they, uh, they
1: marginalize our natives
0: oh really
1: Marginalized them treated them like you know people who could only be their subordinate
0: yeah second class yeah they
1: were the, the superior so that went all through until during the time of president Talbert
0: okay Talbert
1: Talbert who okay. who saw the need to allow the natives take over their own land. Okay. Uh, so, Thurgood was the president, according to, I mean, according to some old folks that I spoke with, you know, because I've been very, you know, yeah, interested right. in, in history and sort of that. They told me that Thurgood was the one who, who really taught that Liberian, should take over their own you know, right. okay. land and take over responsibilities and sort of that. So then, what Tower did was he sent few librarians outside the country okay. to go and learn, like up Matthew, right. like Tobana Tipote, some librarian politicians okay. who are now politicians, although Backup Matthew is late. Uh, he was among those groups that Tower exactly. sent out to come and, you know. Do further studies and get some international, you know, experience uh, right. in, in uh, X, Y, Z. So when these guys came outside, learned, and then when they went back, they became problem for Turbo.
0: Huh,
1: how so? Because they thought that they have knew everything outside. Oh. So they came back and wanted to take over the country right. to eradicate uh, Turbo rain. Okay. to 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 get rid of Talbert.
0: So wasn't Talbert initially? Isn't he also the descendant of those people who the free slaves who came back? Yes,
1: Talbert was in that.
0: Wow. So yeah, and even yeah, the yeah, ones he yeah, sent yeah, to also yeah, now. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Talbert. All right.
1: So that's how they kind of tussling hustling started. Right. It was power. So that's how it started. That's how it all started and. All right. Within that time, I mean, another group came up called the People's Redemption Council. Right. They uh, instilled a coup on Toba, right. right. assassinated Toba, yep. and they took over the government. The government. And that uh, government now was headed by President Doe. Samuel Doe. Samuel Doe, a native Liberian. Okay, okay, and native Liberian (laughs) took over now. This time was the time for
0: the
1: country I mean the natives themselves to take over the country, right? So I tell you what happened when the native took over the country, okay, it became very bloody because People turned. It
0: into a tribalistic thing. So it became the natives versus the people who were.
1: Not yes. Uh... It, it, it not the natives versus, but now it became like since Duo was a, a particular, he belonged oh, to a particular tribe. So this became tribal. Yeah. So that, became tribe, became, yeah. Oh, so that tribe became the,
0: the, powerful, the tribe. powerful tribe. So this is even other, within all the natives. Yes. Now they're fractured. Yeah yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So tribalism came about. Okay which which brought about a real fierce battle
0: huh. in
1: the 90s okay the Liberian civil war that was the the origin the beginning of the Liberian civil war okay but as i said it has a root from and those the, divisions. yeah the natives and the pioneers and they right. grew up to the days of president tobard and okay. then when those few librarians came out to learn something went back and they started, started yes okay. and then when the people's redemption council took over then it turned out to be so so did the redemption
0: the people's redemption council did they have anything to do with the uh guys who came back from abroad uh yes i would say at that time i was very little i was okay.
1: little but i mean these were the guys that that started the uprising. I see. Like Bakos Matthews, like right. Tupana, Tipote, like Che Chipo, those Liberians, uh, uh, old all Liberian politicians from the seventies, they started okay. this kind of uh, cheap propaganda about how Toba was mal, held in the country. Okay. He was he was like a uh, uh, um, dictator. Dictator. Huh. He, he had rice price on the on the on the on the high peak. Right. And uh, yeah, a lot of things. So I mean, and you know, uh, at the time, like about seventy-five to eighty-five percent of Liberians were illiterate.
0: So, uh, so they, they, they could just
1: much. be yes, pulled by the nose easily, just from you know those
0: those male okay. politicians and stuff like so, that. So, so quick question: What yeah. would you say are the sides like? So, so Liberian civil war starts nineteen ninety. What year? Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. In
1: fact, okay. to be to be really specific, okay. it started because I remember I, at the time I was I was a bit grown up, okay. so I remember it started on the Eve of Christmas of nineteen eighty nine. Wow. Christmas Eve. Christmas 1989. Eve, It was the time when rebels crossed over from Ivory Coast to Neymar County.
0: Oh, in Liberia and, and who were the two sides so it was the government versus the rebel the rebels group. yeah so the rebel group is who? so PRC uh, is in charge
1: PRC is in charge okay <laughs> and, and the th- rebels have come through Avery Coast border okay. to
0: Liberia okay and these who, who are these
1: rebels? are they from uh, a different they tribe? they were they were they were headed by Charles Taylor,
0: Charles, who is president. the famous Charles Taylor. Yeah, famous <laughs> okay. Charles Taylor, who is president. in. All right, so clearly Charles Taylor became president at some point, so he was successful. Yeah, in the first yeah. Civil After
1: war. he fought through and a uh, lot of things went on, uh, I mean, the Liberian Civil War, as I term it, it was a fierce battle. Right. Very, very. Fierce
0: so battle. Yeah. you know, just kind of going to the impact of it. So you lived in Liberia almost throughout the period of the Civil War. Uh,
1: yes, I would say uh, because from the beginning I was in Liberia for some months until okay. when it escalated okay. uh, to where where my parents and I uh, were living in, in Yekepa, Nima County. Okay. Uh, so my parents took me into Guinea because I was still a little boy at the Guinea, time. Guinea, Guinea Bissau? No, Guinea, uh, yeah, Guinea, Republic okay. of Guinea, Republic of yeah, Guinea. Okay. Yeah, Bordering Liberia. All right. Yeah, so parents took me there, and we were there like for a few months. And when the rebels took over, I was, uh, I was, uh, where I mean Yekipa, and then things subsided. Okay. And then we had to come back.
0: Yeah, because you thought things. Yeah, were because okay. living
1: exile is not easy. You right. can tell anyone it's not easy living in another man land. I mean, you were know, you treated that, badly. Yeah, I mean we were not treated badly, but there were a lot of things that we could not have edged over. Right. There, like like you you don't you 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 don't have. Your parents would not have work to do right. to be able to sustain huh. a family. You find yourself doing other things that you were not doing before right. to be able Just to, to be yes To right. keep the family uh, uh, up. So, I mean, those were some of the disadvantages that we went through. So, okay. I mean, no one wanted to live, exa- live in right. exile, so we had to come back. And then right. when we came back in like 1990. To, okay. There were schools and other things open, and we went back to school. And I went back to school uh, for a year. And then when the war escalated... It started again. Yeah, yeah, and then we had to run back. Again. So then I right. came back to Guinea. So I stayed in Guinea until you know the war actually subsided okay. uh, with Taylor becoming president in 1997. Okay. And then that was the time I came back home. Okay. And then still, after war, yeah the war, then, yes it, okay. st- it started again. It became very, very uh, tough again with uh, another warring faction coming from across.
0: Okay, and so, from what I understand, mm, which one of these was the most? Uh,
1: uh, I would say the last war after oh. Taylor became president. Okay. Yeah, that was the,
0: the deadliest one. And, uh, yeah. you know, I imagine that you must have had friends who had to stay through the war people yeah, who died yeah, perhaps yeah
1: yeah uh, as I said uh, the Liberian Civil War is something that I mean sometimes when I think about it, I just don't want to even remember it because I completely understand because I mean there were a lot of things that went on in that country really? uh, imagine a country with uh huge percentage of illiterate people they don't even know what they are fighting
0: but you find
1: fried. brothers and brothers fighting against one another uh-huh. because like we have almost like about four five six different warring factions right. and those warring factions were all
0: liberians right. so
1: you find like my brother is in another warring faction and, and i am in another
0: warring uh-huh. faction and we're fighting against one another and, and f- from what i understand oftentimes when people shooting these guns were kids were. Oh yes. They were all, most of them were child soldiers because
1: those were the people that were being remote controlled by the elderly ones. Huh. They could tell them do this and they do it. There was no sense of you know deciding on what is best for them.
0: Huh.
1: And this these kids were being drugged by the elderly ones, you know?
0: They were just being manipulated. Yeah,
1: manipulated. Okay. And and you tell I mean if someone is being drugged, what else would they do? I mean, they'll just be that kind of. I
0: mean, they're being given food, yeah, you food know, and all that and kind that of kind stuff. Of, yeah. Right.
1: So I mean, these are I things mean, that, and 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 even I mean, the Liberian civil war went to the extent where cannibalism was on higher increase. You know, wow. see, I mean, these things were very, 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 very frustrating and very, very forbidding that right. to see human beings eating, you know, another right. human so, being. I mean, so,
0: so how did the war end? You know. So.
1: Uh, I would say, because I'm a Christian, so I would say the end of Liberian Civil War was by the help of God first, okay. and then the United Nations second, okay. because uh, the United Nations stepped in through, through the help of George Bush, was, the, yeah. the right. then American president, right, George Bush Jr. So the United Nations stepped in. And this is how this was That's how, how this the war subsided
0: okay now i would imagine that you know like you mentioned a lot of people who fought there were child soldiers mm-hmm. so i have two questions now and i'll I ask them and let you answer um respectively the first one is you know if people have been in war shooting at each other you know and then suddenly the war is over how do they you know, reconcile. Can you, you know, did, did those factions come together? right Is Liberia considered a unit at this point in time?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I'll say yes, yes. Uh, f- me too. Thought the same way. Okay. That I mean, I was thinking like after the war, how will unity actually prevail okay. among people who have been, you know, families, brothers, and sisters have been killing one another. Mm-hmm. How will unity come about? But to my utmost surprise, I saw Unity revealing just you know smoothly. That's a shit. People came back together. Huh. I mean people, why do you think that
0: happened?
1: I, I think it was like because it's like one family.
0: Huh.
1: Take for example, you have your family, right. you guys are brothers, uncles, nephews, and sort of that, right. and you had a very bitter, big a huge bitterness among you. Okay. But when these kind of bitterness are taken away and, and resolved you see real unity. Right. So, I mean, we were all, we all one family. Right. That's part of uh, tribal origin and, you know, and uh, some complexity within right. the society. But, I mean, we all one. we are all one people. So, I mean, unity was just like very fast to come about. That's what huh. I see.
0: That's, that's, I mean,
1: that's it. I see that the Liberian people love one another. Okay. That's part of the war. I mean, the war only caused division from those uh, uh those uh, uh, war mongers that really divided the people. Right. But after they were taken away, okay. and after I mean United Nations came in, people saw the need to come together. Right. Because that's the only way we could make it.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah, that's the only way we could make it. So United came very fast. Mm. Imagine I gave you a scenario with the the two tribes that, that hated one another. Okay. Uh, the Gilo. And the crime. Okay. I mean, those tribes hated one another to the extent because uh, 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 the leader of the then PRC, the Redemption Council, was a crime man.
0: Okay.
1: And... And he the, you, you see the Kra and the Gilpo share common border in Liberia.
0: Oh really, so they're right yeah. next to each other.
1: Yeah, so, so they hated one another, but they are all uncles, nephews because imagine if people share the same border, right Some
0: people yeah. <laughs>
1: marriages like, and so It's like,
0: yeah, it's like they're a,
1: all uncles, nephews, daughters, brothers. Wow. And so these people, I, I tell you right after the war, uh, uh, in like uh, 2005, when the war, or uh, subsided when United Nations stepped in
0: okay.
1: uh, around around 2009-2010. I had a little bit project in, uh, in the crime region, okay. right across the crime the and Gyo border, right. which is the Sestos River. Right. Uh, there's a little town there, I had a little contract there to build a school okay. and I saw the people who hated one another, who even uh, 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 carried out cannibalism. Okay. against one another were together hmm. they moved across the border
0: they, they just came out together they
1: ate together wow. they play football together wow. so i mean it was like it was just few you know people who caused this division
0: right so the people who truly truly yeah had issues yeah you know were few were few yeah everybody else was nice. just yes all victims to... of circumstance. yeah. Yeah. circumstances that's what happened all right. so, so the next question on that is given that they're child soldiers you know I imagine that lots of young men and even women mm-hmm. are in that war carrying guns and shooting at each other and seeing death all around them I can't you know I can't imagine that's healthy for human beings period how do you know are these people able to work are they able to assimilate into regular life or are they just you know uh, yeah uh, like like
1: concerning those people like the child soldiers to be specific they they, they, they actually some of them actually uh, came back to normality okay uh, because after the the disarmament process right they were in camp and right. then after encampment okay. there was some
0: training. Like rehabilitation. Yeah, rehabilitation, right?
1: For them to be able to get back in the society, and okay. most of them make maximum use of that.
0: They take the full range. Yeah, they That's made a
1: maximum use of that. They went through those. Uh, they call that the DDRR okay. uh, So uh, they just can't get the the full uh, description of the acronym, but okay. it was all about this armament, uh encampment. And
0: rehabilitation. That's fantastic. A conscious effort towards it. So now let's switch to the optimistic side. Um, One of the fantastic things I've taken note of is the fact that people start to come together as a unit, as a country. Yeah. So now I'd like to ask you, you know, what makes you excited about the future of Liberia? What What makes you hopeful? What makes, you know, you want to go back? So there's clearly something there that you see. You know, what makes you excited about Liberia? Ah,
1: I mean, what actually makes me excited about Liberia is that. I really want to help in the reconstruction process of okay.
0: Liberia.
1: I am really, really passionate about seeing Liberia getting on the map with other countries. okay uh, Like I tell you, in the 1980s, when I was coming up as a child, uh, we Liberians used to to mock, make mockery of other countries around us, mm. like Guinea, right. like uh, Ghana, Eritrea, and say so these people were underdeveloped yeah. because of the kind of life style we had at the time okay we had some little you know outside world connections okay. like i was i was living in the concession area that was being controlled by one company called lamco okay. we had 24 okay. 7 electric city wow 24 7 running water safe drinking water wow We, i, I did not even know that people could Live drink well. <laughs> water from from well until i went to exile huh. i did not even know that I mean, people could cook on, on wood, wow. Wow. On, on, on charcoal, until I went to exile.
0: So you have a, a very high expectation, Ex- yes. so you've seen things be better than yes, they currently yes. are.
1: Yes. So that's, that's the kind of life we came up with. We had 24-7 uh, 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 life facilities huh. running at the time, and it was not only in, in Yekepa, but other parts of Liberia. So we, we saw ourselves there, on top there okay. until when the war came and, and, and destroyed everything. Okay. So I think, I, I still feel like Liberia can still go back to that state. All right. and, and with my own intervention
0: right.
1: and with my own, you know, uh, 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 like, like being persistent right. in seeing things happen and things get back to normality. As it used to be before, when we were we were cheering coming up, okay. I think yeah, I think I, I I can make a very big difference in, in the society.
0: That's fantastic.
1: And I and uh, and then also with with those countries that we used to 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 mock, right? That they were they were underdeveloped and stuff like that. Now more than my country in development right. and and, 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 and um, like infrastructure-wide road and buildings, right. bridges, and I mean. I think like I mean things that I have seen in the outside world like in the US in most especially right in Chicago with the kind of uh, 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 increasing development okay. and, and mega structures and sort of that I'm hoping that someday I'll be able to do,
0: to, that, to that, do well. that in my country. fantastic so so now my final question is if you had to give one piece of advice for other Liberians all over the world or Africans all over the world Looking to go back, you know what, what? What's your piece of advice for them? What What do you give them it's from somebody who shares their passion?
1: Yeah, uh, I think my 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 advice is, librarians we have to go back home. Okay. We I'm not saying that we shouldn't live outside the country, outside right. to, to, to to I mean, better up our lives. But I think with our contribution to our country, we make from, from all the experiences we've had outside. If we take those experiences back home mm-hmm. and, and, and be able to, to exemplify, be able to put them into practice, mm-hmm. we will be able to, we, we will make a good Liberia. We will be able to put Liberia on the map and make mm-hmm. Liberia part of the tier world countries, the developing countries. Okay. But if we say, oh, Liberia is not good, and we go, I mean, we will stay outside and live the rest of our life, Liberia will mm-hmm. never see progress see progress. Liberia would never go to that level that we want Liberia to go to. I think our generation now should be able to take the lead so that the coming up generation mm. can follow us Fantastic. and bring Liberia to the global map.
0: Fantastic.
1: Because as I, as I mentioned earlier, I was, I was very struck when I, 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 I attended the y, RYLA, uh conference at the UN last summer right. called the International Youth leadership assembly.
0: Okay.
1: I attended that assembly at at the UN, and it was talking about they were they were revisiting the nine Millennium Goals, talking about whether those I mean all all countries in the world are now are now at the level of having good rules, you know,
0: yeah, farm farm to
1: market rules, right? Whether all countries are are now. Like at, at the, the the level of everyone benefiting from safe drinking water, mm. and the questions were: Is everyone, enjo- I mean, uh, enjoying, or is everyone putting into practice the nine millennium goals? That was the the question. And then when I think about my country, Liberia, I still see people drinking creek water. Mm. I still see people living. In places where our electric city, hmm. and those were those were I mean those are the concerns of the UN that at this time in point,
0: like why can't we how Yeah,
1: people we should know graduate now? from those stages.
0: Right,
1: everyone should be able to enjoy twenty four seven electric city. Right, that's 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 our human rights,
0: and and that's what you and people like yeah. able to bring back to. Yeah, them,
1: everyone right? should be able to 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 live the life. That is it's, it's global, the global, you know, or, or, or lifestyle where right. people are graduating from those kind of primitive way of life. But I mean, I still see my country, you know, yeah, yeah dragging behind instead of moving forward,
0: right. we're going behind. But that's your place, right? To, yeah, yeah. To move forward. Law. Yeah, uh, so. Thank you so much, everyone for coming on the podcast. Raymond, say hi and bye to all yeah. my yeah. listeners one more time. Um, so today we've had Raymond Where He's been giving us a fantastic history on Biberia. Thank you so much once again. Um, this has been your host, Akinadia Daily on Pod Save Africa. I really appreciate your listening and all the wonderful days. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or reach out to me at Pod Save Africa at G.N.L.D. Have a wonderful day. yo, and that's done